It's Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm your host, Jen Snassi. Let's dive into those prices. According to Coindesk Indices at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin was trading up 3% over the past 24 hours at $43,358. Ether rose 2.2% over the same time period, sitting at $2,305. Altcoin Solana and Avalanche's AVAX have led the recent crypto rally, gaining 27% and 25% in the last week. Today's mover in the Coindesk Market Index is LCX up 25% on the day. In traditional markets, the Nasdaq was up 1.1% yesterday, while the S&P 500 rose 0.76%. Investors are closely watching this week's FOMC meeting, with most predicting rates will not be cut. This week also sees the release of earnings reports from tech giants including Microsoft, Apple, Meta, Amazon, and Alphabet. And in commodities, the Brent crude oil benchmark was trading at $81.27 a barrel. Meanwhile, gold was trading at $2,036 an ounce. For more on the market's action, let's bring in Architecture Partners Managing Partner, Elliot Chun. Hey, Jen, how are you? Great to be here on a day when we had such positive market action. I know. I just talked about those prices this morning. And I also mentioned that FOMC meeting. We've been asking our guests this week what they expect to happen at tomorrow's meeting. What's your perspective on the macro outlook right now? I think we're going to start to signal hint at some rate cuts. I think we have moved pretty high with uh, interest rates here. I think digital asset and crypto markets have hung in. Uh, regardless of, of what the interest rates are, and I, I'd expect some uh, initial signaling towards cuts later this year or into 2025. And what does that mean for crypto markets? Well, specifically for the financing markets, I think it's, it's an important marker. One, today, uh, with interest rates where they are, it may not be as important for allocators of capital to generate returns, giving the free market rate is close to 5%. That has been very difficult, particularly when you compare it to things like yield farming that had single high digits, and you're having a comparison on where to make investments. A a risk-free rate of 5% is tough to beat. Now, from a financing perspective, as we think about interest rates moving lower, we think that that has a positive effect on investors who are investing into uh, private financing markets, as well as M&A, given that the cost of capital will be less. Let's talk about private financing and M&A. That is really where your expertise lies. Why is it important, before we dive into the specifics, why is it important for traders to watch what's going on in private financing and M&A? Yeah, because they're a fantastic signal for what is to come from a market valuation perspective. You know, instead of looking at the day-to-day, we spend a lot of time looking at the the macro crypto market and value created, which is the primary indicator of uh, success. And when you look at previous analogs like the internet, uh, the internet created was arguably the largest creator of wealth. Uh, that we have known in capital markets, um, we feel that marking and, and following crypto from a value created perspective is wildly important because that'll help uh, that'll help with companies who are generating 
equity value. That'll help with companies that are generating token value. And that ultimately leads to higher asset prices as we move forward uh, through our, our, our industry's evolution. What are the big mergers and or acquisitions that you're watching, let's say, in the last few months? Yeah, last year we had, uh, it was a little bit tougher from an M&A perspective. We were down 30% 20, uh, from 2022 to 2023. Uh, some of the key transactions in the year were Coinbase acquiring One River Digital, which was exciting to see a crypto native company acquire an asset manager. Very important for those funds that are out there today to have an important market for investors, uh, professional investors and fund managers to be acquiring by larger organizations. Uh, we also had Ripple requiring, acquiring Mataco, which is a crypto custody technology platform. That was one of the largest deals of the year at $250 million. All massive acquisitions that you just mentioned there, but I want to zero in on XRP. What do you expect to see from XRP this year? Man, XRP had a fantastic 2023. They are really looking to position themselves as, as continued winners in our space both from an asset price perspective, but also from an institutional infrastructure that they are building for our industry. They, they are seeking to be the cross leader in cross-border payments. Uh, they have a number of initiatives underway where they are expanding their product set. They're expanding the number of holders of XRP, moving very much into institutional use cases and adoption. I'd expect to see some additional activity from them from an M&A perspective, as well as from a price action perspective. It's interesting you bring up that institutional interest. Everyone is focused on institutional interest in Bitcoin right now with the approval of that ETF that came, I believe, 20 days ago today. What kind of institutional interest do you think we'll see in XRP? You think we're going to see an XRP ETF this year? I don't know about timing this year, but I'd expect that we would see a number of other crypto-related ETFs approved in the near term. The, the Bitcoin ETF has paved the way um, for institutional approval. I think that's the bigger part. We have gotten the stamp, unofficial stamp of approval as our industry, and, and that should pave the way again for other cryptocurrencies to be owned in a ETF structure. Um, and that leads to broader adoption, which is the most important thing our industry can be doing. So what are institutional users seeking to own? Right now, we can see that the appetite for the Bitcoin ETF has been as expected by some, but probably uh, uh, better performing uh, than from others. I continue to believe that having this type of a structure We'll get more people that were not involved in 2023 in crypto involved today and going forward. And that's the most important thing we can be doing. I understand that there are some philosophical differences and challenges, but at the end of the day, our industry needs more adoption. And this is where it starts. This is where it continues to begin, I should say. I'm with you, Elliot. I think if you were to tell anyone in this industry just a few years ago, um, that we'd be sitting where we are today, they might not agree that we would be where we are. So I, I want to talk about Coinbase now, crypto equities. I know that Architect Partners uh, was recently involved in uh, Coinbase acquisition in FairX. How do you expect to see uh, Coin perform over the next year? Yeah, they are one of, they continue to be one of the leaders in our um, industry. They are at the vanguard and they are an important market participant for us. 
I continue to believe that they will be active from an M&A perspective, continuing to build out their product set and capabilities as they look to expand the, the types of consumers and, and customers and clients that they serve. Um, from a price action perspective, we have a crypto public market uh, index that we created going back into 2018. That index rose 240% in 2023. And that index tracks publicly traded companies that are involved in crypto. Certainly Coinbase is, is one of the leaders in there. We actually had to discount or uh, weight Coinbase's participation in that index a little bit because of how influential they are. Uh, but that's a great indicator and a leading indicator that we use to track how publicly traded companies are, are performing. And if our, we continue the trends uh, that we're seeing today, particularly with an improved market sentiment, Jan, you mentioned it earlier, this time last year, we were talking about Operation Chokepoint 2.0 and closing of banks. This time this year, we're talking about Bitcoin ETFs and our, our Ripple ETFs going to be approved. When you look at the ETF, Coinbase was dominant, absolutely dominant in the number of custodians um, that they are playing that role for, for Bitcoin ETF issuers. It's just impressive what they've been able to do and expect that type of uh, leading market participation to continue going forward. You mentioned the Architect Public Crypto Market Index. Uh, just before we go, I have to ask you about mining stocks and their performance ahead of the upcoming Bitcoin halving. How are mining stocks doing this morning at the start of the year? And how do you expect to see them uh, perform ahead of the halving and after? So they have uh, not been performing as well going into the first part of the year. That I don't believe is too much of a surprise. Yes, we have tracked, uh, they typically track Bitcoin price closely, uh, but the halving is a, a large concern. And I think we're going to see a divergence coming out of uh, the halving. Uh, we're going to see how well operationally a lot of crypto, publicly traded crypto miners are, are operating. And we'll see others that aren't operating so well. This is the time when we're going to have uh, the good operators will be outperforming the, the bad operators. And so really trying to understand those dynamics in terms of pricing, PPAs, uh, the type of data center they're at, their location, the type of power. All those are going to come into play when the having comes. Uh, but it's going to be tough. So... Make sure that you, you understand if, if you're going with a, a miner into the halving, uh, you better have clear confidence that they are one of the uh, elite operators of that business because those, those will be the ones that outperform their peer set. Elliot, thanks so much for joining Markets Daily this morning. Thank you, Jen. Talk soon. That was Architecture Partners Managing Partner, Elliot Chun. That's it for today's show. For more interviews and macro news on the digital asset space, check out Coindesk's First Mover, also hosted by me, Jen Snassi. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, alongside senior booking producer Melissa Montanez and executive producer Jared Schwartz. I'm your host, Jen Snassi. We'll be back tomorrow with more Markets Daily.